Hey everybody, this is Tom from Geek for Life here. How are you? So yeah, somebody asked me how I got into anime and yeah, it's kind of interesting. I remember when I was really young, like around five or six, I saw my first anime. It was back in 85-ish, could be 86, but yeah, I turned on the TV and on HBO and I saw a movie called Warriors of the Wind or as we know it right now. Nazca Valley of the Wind and I remember how the characters were given a bit more of a serious aspect I mean it wasn't zany like the previous cartoons that I've seen prior also I like the female lead it wasn't the type of female where you would think ew girls or anything whimsical type either do I sound like a dick saying that anyways years go by and on our way to a youth get-together, my mom ends up, who was pregnant with my sister, her water breaks, and we immediately rush to the hospital. And while we're waiting for my sister to get born, I noticed that this interesting animated movie called Vampire Hunter D. As 14-year-old me seeing this, it was an awakening. There was something very adult. I felt like I was getting away with something because, yeah, it even slipped in some nudity. There was some massive violence. It was dark. It was really badass. I mean, I really liked it, you know? Even, you know, and at that time, that's when I was really getting into wanting to draw comics and stuff. I definitely was inspired. A few months later, I discover on the movie channel that another flick called Dominion Tank Police came on and yeah the same stuff it was R-rated it felt like I was getting away with something for 14 year old homeschooled me you know that you know uh, was kind of sheltered I felt like I was getting away with something hardcore and cool and badass and sexy and all that awesomeness at the same time and I really started to really get addicted to this sort of thing, but I didn't know what this style was called. I didn't, you know, I didn't know it was called Japanimation. I'm not a big fan of that word, by the way, or anime or anything like that. I just knew that it was just a very interesting style. And then right at the end of Tank Police, uh, this host, I think he's the same host um, as Monster Vision, Billy I, can't, I nearly said Billy Bob Thornton, but no, it's Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob Briggs was hosting the movie channel, and he was just like talking about, oh my gosh, these Japanese cartoons. So at that moment, I knew there were Japanese cartoons. One of them Japanese cartoons are just so cool, man. I can't believe that I'm drooling for a drawing. I'm not sure if that was my, you know, best Joe Bob Briggs impression, but... Yeah, that was it, man. I mean, I found out Japanese cartoons. Okay, friggin' name. But I didn't know real, really where to look or anything. I just knew that this was cool. This was fun. It was violent. It was sexy. It was badass. I loved it. About a year-ish later, I'm buying game fan magazines from Half Price Bookstore just to get a glimpse of what the anime artwork that was um, that was uh, advertised in the upcoming video games and I would try to copy the style uh, it was like you know mostly of Street Fighter Alpha that sort of thing Street Fighter Alpha 2 um, 
you know, that kind of style of artwork at the time. I mean, Capcom really knew how to pimp up those game fan magazines, you know. Um, and I felt like, you know, as I'm looking at these type of cartoons, in my mind, all I can think of is, wow, they be doing it right, you know. Um, I would visit a comic book store called Alien Worlds, you know, because my brother Jordan is a huge fan at the time of um, Alien vs. Predator. I think he bought Batman vs. Predator, uh, the whole set at the time. I'm not really too sure. And also I would go to Heroes and Fantasies because I love comic books, you know. For people who know me, knows this. And, um, you know, I would take a gander at some of the, like, at the time, import manga, which was kind of like on a small shelf or something, you know. Um, it was all in Japanese and everything, but I loved the artwork, you know. I couldn't exact, I didn't have a job, and I didn't really want to ask my mom and dad this because I knew they would be flipping through the pages, and I knew they would see some spots of nudity here and there. So, yeah, it was definitely hard, and also it was like around 15 to $20, you know. So it was definitely hard to get my hands on one of these, you know. A couple of years passed by. I'm a sophomore in high school, and I meet up with a few friends. Um, they were freshmen as I'm a sophomore. Um, Bill, Will, and Jasmine. Those are the three that were mostly important to this. Um, so yeah, guys, I just gave y'all a, a name drop. In fact, I even borrowed some of this, like from VHS recorded sets of Sailor Moon, the English dub, that was recorded from the USA Network in the mornings, to even import dubs such as Tenchi Muyo or Devil Hunter Yoko, to even Project Echo. Also in high school, I had some pretty awesome high school buddies who uh, hooked me up as well later on, or I think it was probably the same. There was a girl that I was buddies with named Jasmine who just had it had anything and everything it was so badass she would tell me that every time she visited mexico she would see some of the later sailor moon cartoons too you know um so it's just always really interesting to hear these kind of stories also i remember in my sophomore year i would watch the sci-fi channel and back in the day um i'm also a big fan of the series v and the miniseries of v which i'll talk about some other time but like I remember that um, they would have this thing called Saturday Anime, where I think this is the first time I watched um, Project Echo and some of the other ones. Um, you know, it, it was the first time I saw the first two hours of um, Record of the Lotus War and just a lot of badass anime in two-hour movie formats that were just fantastic you know um ovas they called them and you know th those were some golden golden years during the sci-fi channel too before it was called spelled with s-y-f-y i think sci-fi started to sell out during that time anyways i'm a comic strip artist to this day anime and manga has always played a big part of my journey of my career these days anime has been a very big hit or miss for me I mean, I have the Project Echo series and the Vampire Hunter D movies on my laptop, um, but these days the anime is no longer mainstream. You know, um, I like the fact that people like it now, but it's no longer that little secret cool piece of entertainment that I had that not many people did at the time. And yeah, um, it's both a good and an okay thing. Do I like anime now that I did then? Well, with a lot of cartoons that are kind of aimed now for Portland hipster crowds rather than just 
all age kids. Um, yeah, I'm go. I'm kind of. I'm waving back to anime. I'm co- I'm going back to anime slowly, especially when I saw the trailer for Thundercats, uh, Thundercats Roar or whatever, which was just a silly, insipid cow arts version of uh, Thundercats, which was a huge controversy, by the way. I don't even know if that cartoon even exists anymore. I think it just got laughed away, which I'm kind of glad it did. But, you know, with cow arts, that's been kind of taken over too much to a lot of the... Um, so self-righteous social justice um, theme to a lot of these cartoons now. I'm just not really a big fan of American cartoons. I mean, it was funny. I liked American cartoons, but I got sick and tired of the zaniness. Also, because, you know, I grew a little older, became a teenager, didn't have time for that sort of thing. Then I slowly went over to anime because it was like watching a badass movie or something, but in an animated form, and it was so cool, and it didn't hold punches. But, you know, some of the anime got a little bit too whimsical and stuff like that. So I slowly went to American cartoons, which was getting really cool and everything. And then that genre started to hit an obnoxious uh, demographic, which, like I said earlier, a lot of American cartoons are hitting that obnoxious hipster Portland crowd. And, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of that, you know. Um, so yeah, I am slowly going back to anime. I've been watching a lot more anime um, these days, especially my old record of the Lotus War too. Even some of the stuff on Netflix were just pretty good. Um, either way, it is inspiring and I'm looking forward to seeing more what comes with. you know I think a lot of people who have written anime um, in the past are inspiring those that are currently writing anime. so, Anyways, um, your thoughts? This is Tom from Geek for Life saying, be seeing ya.